the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. Roughly 300 people that were there to celebrate the end of Roe versus Wade. Obviously, very peaceful celebration. Well, the bottom line comes from the Bible. We are to have no fellowship with darkness. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody, for that matter, teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children, simply based on the color of their skin. The folks today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. When we are counting ourselves as believers, that we need to count the cost of being a follower of Jesus. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute commentaries right here on The Word Columbus on Tuesdays and Thursdays just after 4 p.m. And also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Many of us today in the Christian conservative community have a goal to be faithful to the Lord in these difficult times as we try to change the direction of the depravity in our culture. And yet one direction that some groups are going is, frankly, very uh, dubious and fraught with um, uh, compromise possible compromise. And here's what's going on. Should we be partnering with open homosexual groups or gender pretenders and their groups who say they're on our side and oppose child corruption? You know, what could be wrong with that? Well, well, we might want to rethink a little bit of that. What are the reasons some groups are linking arms with these folks? And what are some of the possible problems and what could we do otherwise? Well, my guest today has done quite a bit of research on this subject and she has the background to be able to evaluate it. Tracy Shannon is affiliated with Mass Resistance in Texas, has a long history of successfully confronting the gender agenda on a state and national basis. And she has a wonderful blog at madmamabear.com. So welcome back to Mission America Radio, Tracy. Thank you for having me, Linda. I'm so glad that we could talk today. And I follow you on Facebook and your um, 
email posts and you're always so articulate. You're an excellent writer and you have a very profound background that I think our listeners would benefit knowing from if you could just start us out with that, that that leads you to have a lot of depth on this issue. So would you be able to share some of your personal story with us? Sure. Um, More than a decade ago, I was uh, personally affected, as were my children, by the neo-morality movement when my first husband left us because he wanted to transition to present as a woman. So uh, while we were married, he was cross-dressing off and on throughout the marriage. Something It was something that I would discover, not something that was done out in the open in front of me or the kids. And uh, I saw during that time, you know, early in our marriage when we sought counseling, that was my first uh, real look at the teeth of this movement. We went to a, a therapist together and she said, to me that I must be a lesbian because I married someone who had this internal woman that I knew nothing about. Uh, she also told me I was closed-minded because I was not um, you know, on board with the cross-dressing. Uh, at the end of our marriage, when we finally went to court uh, to get a divorce, there, the lawyers, his lawyers, who are, were prominent LGBTQ activist lawyers, were trying to force me to use the preferred pronouns and... Um, and the new female name, and in fact, our divorce documents even include uh, feminine pronouns and uh, the new female name uh, for my ex. So I was being forced to become a paper lesbian, mm-hmm. and so that just kind of is a is a little bit of a glimpse of what this whole movement had in store for the rest of us. And of course, I know just how harmful this was for my children and how how hurtful they were. Um, forced into court-ordered counseling by the court. And this is in Texas, by the way, um, wow. where they were made, to, they were coached on new pronouns for their father and told that they could not call their father dad anymore. So there's just no sensitivity in this movement for anybody but the person who's transitioning. So, um, you know, I just know how firsthand about all this and also how, unethical and unprofessional the, um, the, the industry is in general. And when this happened to us, I had to start really researching because I wanted to understand this more, how this could happen to a family that really lived you know, on the exterior. We looked perfect. We lived up there in Ohio and with a house with a white ticket fence and, you know, three beautiful children. We went to church. Our children were in the Christmas pageants. So it, it looked perfect, and I just, it was very disillusioning for me, and I needed to understand where all this was coming from. So I have over 20 years of experience of researching this movement and its trajectory, and I'm not surprised at all that it's come to the point where it is seeking to squash free speech and religious liberty at this point. It absolutely is, and you really have the background to bring to bear to have to walk that walk and that is um so many families are finding this to their dismay sort of surprise them and so one of the things that's happening and of course you've written a lot about this is um how this is corrupting to children how it's corrupting in our schools and in our culture and then so i was struck by you know we were all talking about the issue of groomers uh, predators uh people in schools who are might be teachers or coaches or staff people 
um, people online, wh whoever our children are exposed to these days that might have this agenda and exposing them both to the ideology of the broad spectrum acceptance of it, but also specifically to uh, sexualize them. So grooming is on a lot of people's minds. So you did some research on a group calling itself Gays Against Groomers, and you said that they launched this summer and quickly racked up over 100,000 followers. So do you think the group, first of all, let's talk about them. Do you think they are sincere about being against grooming? I mean, I can't judge anybody's heart on that. I I would assume at least some of them really are. And in fact, I've talked to one of them before, before there was ever a gaze against groomers. Um, and I really, from that conversation, which was private, not public, I, I did think that he was against, um, you know, all the sexualization towards kids. But, um, you know, that's really not the point of what's at their heart. Uh, the, the point is, should conservatives and, and Christians partner with them? And the other thing is, one thing that I do know to be a restated purpose that I keep seeing over and over, and it, more than I've posted on uh, the blog, is that you know, this is a, uh, an attempt to um, save face or to preserve LGBTQ rights from you know, a potential backlash. Uh, they feel that um, their rights will be rolled back because of all this overt grooming that is being exposed now by um, people like the, or accounts like this of TikTok on social media, for example, and, and, and other organizations. It's just like Master Assistance is always exposing grooming. I mean, now there's so much pushback that uh, we really see what the trajectory has always been. And if you're normalizing and um, behaviors like uh, sex work and LGBTQ sexual behaviors, gender transitions, and you're saying those are okay for adults, the eventual conclusion is going to be that children are going to be learning about these things. Mm -hmm. They're going to be learning about it in school. And, and we see that happening. That's why Florida had to pass a bill that would prevent uh, the indoctrination of children in grades, kindergarten through third grade. I mean, it's ridiculous that we should even have to say it's inappropriate to talk about these things with people who are not even your children. We don't loan our kids to the school, you know, or the school doesn't loan the kids back to us for the weekend. They're ours. They're not on loan to us for the weekend from the school district or the government. And they have no business discussing any of this at any grade level with children. Yes. But that's the natural conclusion whenever we accept. But we've gone farther than just accept. We promote, endorse, and celebrate LGBTQ behaviors in the United States now. Yes. And you've said it exactly. If uh, the the problem is, is I'm starting to see lots of um, parents' rights groups, which I would agree with on the uh, shoving gender confusion into the lives of our children and normalizing that, and then they stand against that. But they will be quick to say that, oh, I know uh, gay couples, and I have nothing against homosexuality, and uh, and especially in adults, um, or even being promoted in schools. Um, no, no, no. I mean, the problem is, is people are not looking at the big picture of how we got to the place of thinking about changing genders and gender mutilation of children. It's because of the 
normalization of homosexuality and the destruction of marriage. So while we can partner with people, I mean, I, to a point, you see, here's what you said, and I just loved this. You said, Gays Against Groomers doesn't share the same destination as Christians and conservatives, which is restoring family values, eradicating the authoritarian sexual state, and protecting marriage. So elaborate on that a bit, because I thought that was just brilliant. Right. Um, their goal is to protect their rights, as I just mentioned. Our goal is different, and they also want to clean up you know, their uh, image and go back to what was the original goal, if you've ever read the After the Ball book or synopsis of After the Ball. That was the goal, the whole plan on normalizing homosexual marriage and homosexual behaviors to the masses, which is still ongoing because now we're seeing the the commercials on TV with the, with the same-sex couples kissing. So that's all done to desensitize us and make us see all of this as perfectly normal. They're just like us. Like, you're not showing the bathhouses. They're not showing, um, you know, the, the really uh, perverse sexual behaviors, which uh, some of these gays against groomers are actually talking about on their online um, YouTube videos, such as using, um, you know, sex toys, uh, strap-on appliances for um, engaging in, in sexual acts stuff like that, but um, rather our goal is to preserve marriage, and because that is the building block for government, it's the building block for society, and every child has the absolute birthright to know that they come from a mother and father, and and that they will have a mother and father involved in their lives, you know, forbidding there's some kind of tragic accident or event that separates them from them but you know the whole accepting of lgbtq marriage as equal to holy matrimony you know it totally removes sexual behavior um from marriage it and once you do that you know we're normalizing all kinds of different uh, behaviors and saying that those are completely valid. They're, they're removing procreation and separating it from marriage. And, and that's the, that's the problem. That's what causes all so many cultural problems. And it seems like that, um, you know, people like the gays against groomers don't seem to get that. And they were probably almost every one of them had the privilege, the only privilege that exists in the United States uh, of having the, benefit of a mother and father in their lives yes Yes. you know they were they were not uh you know born in a rent a womb situation and uh, the so-called rights that they advocate for completely uh disregard the rights of any children brought up in the you know in their in that environment or um even birthed in such an environment where they'll never know who their natural mother is or who their natural father is so we do have different goals. Preserving marriage is, is important to all of society, and we cannot give up that fight. And what I'm seeing is conservatives completely bowing out of the fight. Like, it's over. You know, the, the uh, supremacists in the black robes have spoken, so there's no longer going to be a fight on marriage. Well, what if we had done the same with abortion? And we need to take the, the same position of never giving up. You know, what's right is right, and it doesn't change. So we do have a different goalpost, a different finish line than Gates Against Groomers. So why are we partnering with them? All that does is make us be shy about what our real views are. It makes us compromise because 
of course, these people, some of them seem, uh, you know, they are probably really nice people to know and probably great neighbors or friends. And, and a lot of us probably get along with them, despite having different beliefs as Christians and conservatives. Um, but that doesn't mean that we compromise on the end goal of preserving marriage, which ultimately is the safe place for children. Yes, it's a family with a loving mother and father. And we will return with more in my interview of Tracy Shannon of MadMamaBear.com. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. We'll be right back. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to MissionAmerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we will continue now with our interview of Tracy Shannon of MadMamaBear.com. We're talking about the problems with conservatives aligning with openly homosexual and gender-confused groups. So let's continue with our interview. Yes, uh, absolutely. And, um, you know, the the issue with uh, what is happening in, in schools is that children are being sold the idea that, um, well, of course, now that homosexual so-called marriage is legalized through the actions of the Supreme Court, unfortunately, and we need to work to undo that, by the way, somehow. But now that there's going to be such uh, an increased push in schools to uh, say that, well, through equality and through inclusiveness, you have to cover all of the actions of uh, dating uh, of in a same-sex relationship, as well as the option of gender gender um, change. You know, I wanted to ask you a question because I was told many years ago by someone um, who was an, was an ex-homosexual that, um, that basically homosexuality is a gender um, identity issue at its core, that they did not know anybody who had uh, homosexual attractions that did not have a gender identity problem and that just they didn't go the full measure of expressing it. What is your thought about that? Uh, I, I've heard that before, but I haven't really um, looked into that as a as a root cause for um, homosexuality. I've heard the opposite. I've, I've heard like gays against groomers and some other groups out there that we aren't completely like-minded with, but also say that they're working to stop this uh, grooming of children, say that um, that they're transitioning gay kids. And yes. I, I, com- I disagree with that assumption. I don't think we should be assuming anyone is born gay. There's absolutely no proof of that. It's not a biblical statement for those of us who are, are Christian. And it's really pigeonholing innocent children into an adult sexual sexuality and uh, and at an early age kids don't even really understand crushes they have or the feelings that they may have on it's it's definitely not a sexual thing and and in fact children cannot even imagine that which they don't know about so when you start talking to them about sexual behaviors you move it from the back of their mind to the front of their mind so we should not be moving you know sexual behaviors to the front of their mind at a young age and they're definitely not imagining some of the really perverse um, behaviors that happen, you know, stuff I I don't think I could see on your show, but if more people knew the actual acts that take place, you know, that that one of the Gays Against Groomers, Ariel Scarcelli, has YouTube videos describing all these types of things, and which I go into on the blog, that, that those types of acts 
acts are, are really abusive in nature. That's not love, and it's very deviant. And that's not what you're seeing on these Hallmark-type commercials and in the, the movies where all this is being mass-marketed to to everyone. And it's certainly not, um, unfortunately, we do see a little bit of that getting into the schools where they're talking about kink and mm-hmm. stuff like that, yes. even in, in, in books for, for kids. And um, uh, unfortunately, you do see that. So that the mask is starting to, to come off and the curtains are being pulled back. So we are seeing some of that. But most of us are just like, you know, believing love is love and it's all the same and uh you know we don't hate anyone there's a difference between hating someone and wanting ultimate good and Mm -hmm. that's what we want is ultimate good that's not what's being promoted in schools to our children ultimate good is not being promoted inclusion is not being promoted exclusion of christian values and conservative values are what's being excluded and it's not diversity it's conformity because they reject the diversity of thought you know any of ideas that are uh, Christian, you know, that um, holy matrimony and, you know, being a mother and a father for uh, every child, that's being rejected. So when, when they say diversity inclusion, they, they don't even really mean that. No, no. And we're seeing that play out everywhere where the, the uh, on the ground working uh, definition of uh, diversity and equity is everything but traditional uh, moral values and Judeo-Christian faith. So, um, Tracy, uh, tell me what you think about Governor Kristi Noem in South Dakota just signing a bill that bans medication and surgery for minors in the attempt to make a sex change. And now the Tennessee Senate just passed a bill like this. We had one in Ohio last year that went through all through hearings and the Speaker of the Ohio House never let it come to a vote and we're it's going to be refiled. So hopefully this time it will get through. So what do you think the chances are for other states to do likewise? Oh, I think we have uh, a great opportunity to see this happening in, in a lot of states. I think right now there's about 22 states with uh, bills being considered and, and some of those are passing. I'm having a hard time remembering everyone that's got them passed. Of course, when you read the news, it's like, oh, this bill passed the House. Well, it doesn't mean it became law yet. Right. So um, we've got to track and see which ones actually become signed into law. And I do think we're seeing a change, you know, and a pushback against this industry because we're seeing that they haven't been following real medical ethics or professional ethics in in the gender industry. So I do think we have a chance of getting more done. I think in Texas we'll get something. I'm, I'm afraid it might be weak, but, um, you know, I haven't seen a bill yet with any um, criminal penalties, which in my opinion are, um, you know, justified. And so, and I doubt we would get that because I think we have um, liberals on our criminal jurisprudence uh, committee, um, similar to what we've had in the past. But I think there's a good chance. Now, as far as Christy Noem, uh, I'm glad she's finally on board. It was uh, hard to get her on board in the in the past. She was uh, listening to the corporate uh, interests that were bullying and saying they're going to, you know, cause economic problems for the state. Um, you know, we've always got to stick up for children first, not corporations. So I'm glad to see her moving in the right direction. And uh, hopefully it's not just a temporary move because she has political ambitions. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. In the interest of time, we're going to have to wrap up pretty quick here. So would you be able to give us your contact information? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at mass, M-A-S-S underscore T-X. 
and um, Tracy Shannon on Facebook and also MadMamaBear.com. Okay. And, and Ma Mama is spelled M-O-M-M-A. Add Mama Bear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mama Bear. <laughs> and, um, and I'm also Mad Mama Bear on Telegram. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Tracy, for all you do. You have been a light of, of clarity, of uh, common sense, of really brilliant insights. I, I can't just say that often enough because uh, we need this. And you come from a place where you know all about this. I ask my listeners to pray for you, pray for your um, voice out there. And uh, I just thank you so much for what you've done. God bless you. Well, thank you so much. And friends, I ask you to just stay on top of this and let's not become discouraged. Never give up. The truth is on our side. So just remember, just remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.